This podcast is proudly brought to you by the McLaren Vale Grape Wine and Tourism Association, supporting growers in the McLaren Vale wine region. I'm James Hook, and today I'm with Jill Gordon-Smith. Hi, Jill. Good morning. What a beautiful morning in McLaren Vale. It is. We're recording this on Friday the 30th of November, 2018. And it's a glorious day. Oh, sun shining, blue skies, one of those perfect McLaren Vale days. And we're standing in the um, Minkella Vineyard. Yes, Mavedra, uh, not too far away from the Tatachilla High School. Um, I can almost hear the school bell in the background <laughs> and they bring recess. So we're here to talk about something pretty interesting. Well, it isn't always nice weather, is it, Jill? It's not always nice weather and it hasn't always been, it hasn't been nice weather lately. We've had a couple of really interesting weather um, incidents and I wanted to ask James about that because I wanted to find out if they're unusual and what sort of impact it has actually had on our vineyards. So eight, eight days ago we had uh, a horrendous storm, there's probably no other way to describe it, um, 90 to 100 kilometre hour winds, hail, Lightning. Uh, light, lightning. Um, lifted the roof off um, houses as near from here as, as Port Nolunga. They lost their roof. Absolutely. And I know we had some bad incidents in McLaren Vale. But I wanted to find out from James what's actually been happening in the vineyards and if he'd noticed you know, any strange sort of uh, damage. Yeah. Um, well, the first, the first thing is uh, you can see lots of wind damage straight up. Uh, the shoot tips in this vineyard, Jill, what would you? What do they look like to you? Oh, they're um, just broken. They are um, crushed and, and curled up. Um, they look really damaged. They look awful. And, and, and that's just they've just been thrashed around for totally. a few hours while that high-speed wind rolled over here. Yeah. But there was something else that um, I noticed when we walked in here and, and pointed out to you, that a lot of the berries are black. Yeah, the berries are black and... and I haven't seen that before. So that's something that you that's haven't seen new. ever yeah. again, something yeah. new. And it's interesting because it's actually quite a, a high percentage of the berries are like There might be ten, maybe 10% yeah. here. Yeah. So what do you think is going to happen? Well, that, that, the I, think they, they, I think that's probably not hail damage here. I don't think they had hail at this vineyard. I think it's just straight up wind damage that the berry itself has been thrashed around and maybe it's bounced against other berries next to it in the bunch. They're about, they're about um, two to four million size at the moment at this time of year. Um, I think that they've just been, been rubbed and, and that's formed a scab and that's what you're seeing as black. It's formed scar tissue. It is. It's like a, if you fall over and hit your knee and you form a scab on it. It's, um, I mean, it's healing, but what is going to happen to those berries? How, how will that affect us this vintage? That's the great unknown from this, from this storm. Um, I hope I'm not right with what I'm about to say. I hope I'm not proved correct. But I think that what will happen is the berry will expand normally as it does, but that it will crack where that scab is. So, of course, that's opening us up for a lot of uh, the possibility of disease. Yeah, I'm worried that's going to be a wound site. Okay, so we've got some issues there that yeah. uh, viticulturists are going to need to deal with. Yeah, they're going to have to be looking closely to see... If fruit that was damaged by this high this high wind, um, if if it splits later, they're going to have to just be watching to see if that happens. And does this mainly affect one side of the? Uh, yeah, all the all on the western side. Um, yeah, if if you're listening for this and you're not from McLaren Vale, basically McLaren Vale has an ocean on the western side of it, and a rain a mountain, 
mountains. We call them mountains, they're 307 metres high, and we have mountains on the other side. Um, and so the wind that we're talking about came from the ocean, hit the land, and then lost a little bit of energy as it reached the, the mountains. So most of the damage has occurred in vineyards that are closer to the ocean? The closer to the coast, roughly the worst the damage, yeah. And um, what sort of uh, issues do you think may come from this apart from you said the berries splitting well i guess the other thing that's happening is all of this if you look all these leaves are torn up they've been shredded they've been damaged and and damaged um plant tissue damaged vine tissue it actually releases ethylene which is a plant hormone now normally ethylene actually ripens fruit um if people have experience in um, things like bananas and you know you pick a banana green and it ripens in the fruit bowl. Yeah. Well, it's just ripening because ethylene's being made. Oh, so same with avocados, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know what happens if you release a whole load of ethylene at this point of the growing season. I'm not sure what that's going to do. Is that going to accelerate? Is that going to de- decelerate growth? I'm not sure. So a lot of unknowns this year. Yeah, it could, could, it could potentially be a late vintage because in the last week, after this big shock event, this, this event of being shaken by this high-speed wind... The vines haven't done much. They, they've just sort of sat here and sulked. So let's talk about the elephant in the room, climate change. Do you think this is a result of climate change? This is what's meant to happen if climate change is real. It, and I, I, it's real. You know, scientists say that the climate is changing. We're meant to get more extreme weather events and less winter rainfall. That's what the prediction is for this area. So what does the Bureau say about this? I got a little bit annoyed with the, the Bureau person they got on the television um, after this storm because they said, oh, we get a storm like this every two years. I'm thinking, yeah, but not in November. I don't. This is the latest I've ever seen hail damage. There was hail on the 22nd of November. And and there's and it's been cold, really. We've had quite a cool we've start. We've had cool bit. We've had cool we, patches, we have, yeah, dry we patches. Yeah, we still have fire going. Yeah. And then, and then we get... Um, Basically, a super. It was almost a cyclonic style sort um, storm. If you if you looked at an image of what this, it looked like, it was a cyclonic spinning um, low pressure front. Now, again, if if you're in the southern hemisphere, you understand you know, South Australia at the end of November is usually quite warm and Absolutely. like summer. It's the start of our summer. But we had weather that's as bad as the worst winter storm that you could get. Absolutely. So, James, we not- I notice in this vineyard, this has had quite a bit of damage in this section, but there's not so much damage in the other section. What's actually assisted? No, to, to, the, to the west of us, um, where the row we're standing in now has a vineyard on one side of it, but the rows up a little bit further actually have an old almond orchard, and they're not as effective. But the, clearly the tr- presence of those trees have stopped some of the wind. Which is, that's really interesting. Another thing is, what about organic and biodynamic producers? What sort of risk are they at or what can, what do you think about that? Well, regardless of the farming system, um, if you've got this blackening to your berries, um, I think there's a risk of them splitting later. In the past, an organic or biodynamic farmer would have probably had to accept the consequences of that. The only good news is within the last five years, there has, has been material come on. Um, it's actually competitive fungi. You can buy competitive fungi. Okay. In, in, in layman's terms, you can buy competitive fungi. You can spray that actually out in your vineyard 
and try and outcompete the damaging fungi, in this case, Botrytis. Okay, so there are some They're not solutions. Total. They're not total solutions, but there but, are yeah, some things there are that, some things that could the organic be done and biodynamic agriculturists yeah. can use now. And that's a case of industry responding to need. There's a need to have that. And, yeah. That's great. There are some things being developed. As with all the things we talk about today, if you have any questions, you can um, contact McLaren Vale Great Wine and Tourism. The voice you'll hear at the start and the end of this podcast is Rachel Williams. Her email is grower at mclarenvale.info. She'll pass on any questions, any feedback to us, and we're more than happy to answer you know, your topical stuff out in the vineyard. And uh, talk about anything you'd really like to talk about. So thanks, James. I learn something every time I come out in the vineyard with you. Thanks very much. Thanks, Jill. Let's hope next time we're not talking about, you know, a hurricane. Absolutely. Cheers. This podcast is proudly brought to you by the McLarenvale Grape Wine and Tourism Association, supporting growers in the McLarenvale wine region.